0: What up, friend? It's your friend, Amanda Davison, and I'm so glad you're here. Hey, we want you to know that you are so loved and there's nothing you can do about it nothing at all. And we want you to know that every day, all day. So don't you forget that. Listen, if you're a mom and you feel defeated, if you feel like you're just missing the mark, this episode is for you. We have our great dear friend, Becky Kapitsky. She is full of wisdom. She's written three books, including The Cranky Mom Fix, Get a Happier, More Peaceful Home by Slaying the Momster in All of Us, hello. Who doesn't need that book? We all do, but she's just a gem and we've interviewed her in the past on Facebook lives, but she's here now on our podcast team and she is full of so much wisdom. Again, um, she has so many resources also at her website, beckykapitsky.com. All month in April, we are focusing on lose who you're not. And Becky is going to speak and share with us right now about how we can lose the mom that we're not. So let's listen to Becky and I'll share some thoughts at the end.
1: As moms, I think we all suffer from the should disease. You've heard it said, stop shooting all over yourself. And that's super crass, right? But it is kind of true this whole idea of I should be this kind of mom or I should be doing that kind of activity with my kids or I should be more interested in this or that aspect of motherhood. Who came up with that standard? Who decided who we should be? From what I know of the Bible, God created us, each a masterpiece, each unique, and only he can determine who we are what our parenting style is. And as long as we are in tune with Him and our relationship with Him, our vertical relationship with the Lord, as long as that is solid, then our horizontal relationships with other people, including our children and other parents, ought to follow suit. So let's think of all the ways that we think we ought to be like other parents. And I want to suggest that we are living in an incredible Age of parenting, because I've been a mom now for 13 years. My oldest is 13. And over the last 13 years, what has taken over our lives? Social media, technology, the internet. It's been around since before my daughter was born. But think of how it infiltrates our lives and how much of our understanding of the world is linked to what we see. On online media. So all I have to do is go onto Facebook and see this family took a certain vacation or this family went on this activity. You know, they, they went and they picked apples or this other family went to the botanical gardens or this family is making a Star Wars themed dinner. And I can run an entire list of things that I am not doing. As a mom that I start to believe I should be doing because somebody else is doing it. And for the first time in history, really, we have an open window to all these other families' homes, to their interior existence, where we can see what they're doing, what they're focused on. And really, most of these things are their highlights, right? Not a lot of people are posting on social media, um, you know, I just slapped my kid or um, I just yelled at my children or, you know, my five-year-old just told me she hates me. We don't post those things on social media. What we see are the highlight reels. This is that beautiful dinner I made or this is my lovely family picture of, um, you know, the craft that we did with the kids or whatever, so what we're seeing, first of all, is the beautiful moments, and then we're comparing them to our ugly moments. How fair is that to anybody, if you think about it? So we have access to see what other families are doing and what they're thinking and how they're portraying themselves in ways that previous generations of parents did not. In in my mom's parenting day, I mean, I remember I was there, I was growing up, and and she couldn't flip on a computer and see what the entire neighborhood was doing. But we can do that now. And I think that really causes a lot of us to not just compare, but to doubt ourselves. Am I enough as a mom? Am I doing enough? Am I focused enough? Am I present enough? And we need to take a step back and realize that who you are is who God created you to be. The children that he has placed in your family are there by design, whether they came into your family through natural childbirth or through adoption or through foster care. God had a hand in all of it. God is the one who assembled your family for a purpose. He placed these children into your care. Do we think God didn't know what he was doing, that he gave us our particular children, to care for in the manner that he knew he wired us to care for them, can we trust that God knew what he was doing and lean on Him to discover more of who we are, so that we can deliver that kind of mom to our kids? Rather than looking whatever at what everyone else is doing, let's look to God and figure out how did He wire me? So you know, my my neighbor over there is training for a marathon with her teenager. Does that mean that's what I'm supposed to do? Maybe that's not how God wired me, right? And and maybe the way that I am focused on teaching my daughter to write a blog. We're talking, I'm talking with both of my kids right now about practicing their writing skills prior to high school by creating a blog. And that's something I know about. That's something that I can help them with. I'm not going to be the mom who's going to teach them to run a marathon, But I can be the mom that can help them with their writing skills. Or it's not in the tasks necessarily that we do, but in the way we view the world. There are so many different opinions out there, so many different worldviews. And we need to remember to focus on our Christian worldview and impart that and instill that in our kids. How much are we allowing the world to dictate what we believe and teach our kids? Again, are we looking to the world and what everyone else is doing? Or are we looking to God and his word and allowing that to season everything that we share with our children, everything that we teach to our children, everything um, that we use to encourage our children? I want to be focused on what God wants for them. And in order to do that, I need to not look to the right or to the left. I, I need to uh, not be following the pattern of this world, but to be looking to God Understanding who he created me to be, what kind of a mom he created me to be, what he taught me to believe is true, and then instilling that in my kids rather than looking to what other parents are doing. And I'm not saying that it's not healthy to examine other um, ideas i mean certainly i mean think about it this way i will do a cookie recipe exchange because another mom has a really fantastic idea for a christmas cookie and so i want her recipe that's that's healthy right and we can do that in a lot of different ways but we've got to put parameters around what we're providing our families right i, I might love somebody else's christmas cookie recipe but you know if if one of her ingredients is marijuana i'm not going to give that to my kids But what do we do with social media? Can we look at what other families are doing and maybe not recognize one of the ingredients is harmful and still think that we want it and that we want to pass it on to our kids? So everything needs to be filtered through the Lord and what he tells us is good or not good for us. And then beyond that, let's just celebrate who God created us to be. Like I said, I I can teach my kids to write. I'm not going to be the one who's going to teach them basketball. Thankfully, that's their dad's job. But... I am who I am. I am who God created me to be. I'm always working out my salvation, right? I'm always working on improving who I am and being closer to the Lord, being more like Jesus to my family. That is a lifelong pursuit. But in the end, he has created me with certain giftings that are different from another mom's giftings. So what we need to do is find our unique giftings and impart those to our kids, deliver those to our kids in the way we interact with them, in the things that we teach them. And then look for other people in their lives, other mentors, other Christian influences that can fill in those gaps, right? I, I love our school and our teachers. And my, my daughters have youth group leaders and and instructors and coaches who speak into them in ways that I can't. And that's a blessing. I don't look at their coaches and say, wow, I really wish that I understood volleyball like the coach does. I would be a better mom if I could teach my kid volleyball. no. My job is to support my child's interests, and sometimes that means bringing someone else into their life who can help round that out. So we bring in coaches to help them with volleyball. My job as the mom is the cheerleader in that case. When I can't give them the knowledge, I can give them my support and open the door to other people to come into their lives to share the knowledge. And that's just enriching their lives and my life. So all of us need to take a step back and Look at what we've been thinking we should be doing and get rid of those shoulds. Get rid of any should that doesn't match who God created you to be. And then just write up a list, write up a list of the things you're good at, the things you're passionate about and examine how you can utilize those giftings in your parenting and then celebrate that. Focus there, focus there. Don't focus on what we're not gifted to do. Let that be another mom's job. But God did not make a mistake. Remember this. God did not make a mistake making you the parent of your child. And so as the parent of your child, your job is to parent according to who God created you to be. God's blessings to you. See you next time.
0: Oh, Becky, thank you so much. Parent according to how God created you to be. I love that. I need that every day, all day. It's recognizing who we are not that gives us freedom to step into who He has created us to be. Stepping into that grace that He's already extended to us and the design He's made us up to be and and He's entrusted these kids to our care. Ladies, it's not by accident. And so we hope you know how loved you are and there's just nothing you can do about it. We hope you experience that grace that only God can give today as you parent and as you um, are a wife and as you go about your day at your work or at home or whatever that looks like, you are uniquely designed on purpose for His purposes. Okay. And you're so loved. Becky, thank you so much for sharing with us. Ladies, go to her website. Find all of her books, all of her resources. You can sign up for her freebies. She's incredible. BeckyKapitsky.com. We are linking her in the show notes. Check out all three of her books, Generous Love, The Cranky Mom Fix, and The Super Mom Myth. She's incredible. Becky, 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 we love you. Ladies, If you want more growth in your faith and your marriage, what are you waiting for? Join us over in the A Wife Like Me Collective. Over there, we have courses, coaching, Bible study, date nights, dinner plans, so much more. So just head over there. We're waiting for you. It's time to invest in what matters most. Head over to collective.awifelikeme.com and we will see you there. Ladies, uh, would you do us a favor? Would you quickly take a second to leave a review or share this with a friend. It is so helpful for other people to be able to find this podcast and get the hope and help that God wants them to have. We'd love it if you would do that. Ladies, we'll see you next week back here on the Wife Like Me podcast.